0: This episode contains scenes of a domestic violent nature and some questionable decisions by the storyteller. Your discretion and listening is advised. I am Bamson, I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast.
1: I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy... Forever teen misunderstood emo
0: Malcolm Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best toriador from the '80s.
1: And hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco.
0: So Calvin gets up from little park bench that you're sitting on leaving you there with some of his stuff and whatever of your stuff that you had and walks off a a decent amount away over by the little bit of playground equipment that is there there's nice soft wood chips on the bottom that now are littered with glass what are you
2: doing in this immediate situation
3: yeah missy is Missy is sobbing, just still, still distraught, still upset, um, not really being very helpful of uh, cleaning up anything. Um, she's just kind of following him along as he's assisting picking up the, the mess that she has made and just still just sobbing. Quieting down a little bit, but not um, not a lot
0: that may have been Missy's intention to think that, oh, I should get up and go help him. You feel a hand to start casually rubbing your back as though to help quiet you or apply some sort of comfort in your your time of need.
3: Missy flinches. She was not expecting that. She is very much uncomfortable with any unexpected human contact of any kind. And I think turns around to look to see who it is and what's going on.
0: Present, Missy. What does Rosemary look like in this moment?
1: Rosemary is a... An older woman. uh, She appears like she's in her 60s. Uh, She's got long hair, uh, salt and peppered. Uh, It's kind of haphazardly pulled, half of it pulled back into like a pony, but probably just like a a newspaper rubber band holding that back. Uh, She's kind of stooped a bit. Uh, She's a little, just a little overweight. And um, her clothes are uh, dirty. They're covered in stains. They smell. It's uh, layers. There's like sweater over a man's dress shirt over a T-shirt. She's got uh, jeans, uh, very frayed at the cuffs. And her shoes are not even shoes. They're just slippers with a a, a hard-soled bottom.
0: And past Missy, this is the woman that you see there. And as you turn to face her she just seems so trustworthy in this moment so as though somebody that maybe cares or really just you feel yourself just kind of drawn to and as you look and you feel yourself kind of falling underneath her her spell almost not that you have any idea what a spell in this case might be she just continues to rub on your back and say, now, 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 dearie, there's there's no use being so
2: upset. Missy
3: turns and looks her in the eye and asks what her name is.
0: Present Missy, did, did she give you her actual name in this situation or did she tell you some kind of fib?
1: Oh, no, she, she's she said, "Call her mom. Call her mother."
0: Oh no, she answered your question without. Now, dear, I, people around here just call me mom. You look like you're having a hard time of it. And she pulls you a little closer, hand coming up behind your back, thrust on your head, and just kind of pull your head into one of those weird side hug situations.
3: Missy is oddly enough completely okay with this um yeah, she is almost feeling like she's not quite in control of what's going on but after the day that she's had and the experiences that she's had at home she's just okay With someone with a calming, comforting presence that does not seem to be intending to cause her harm.
2: Now, why would she want to hurt you? She wouldn't. No.
0: No, she she would not. And she implores you, like, you know, what's... what seems to be the problem? How can Mother help?
3: I just had to run away from home. My... My my real mother isn't there. My stepdad just beat me. I don't have anything at home. And this is my only friend that I'm with. And I I just, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I don't know who to trust. And... I'm just, I'm, I'm so glad that you're here.
2: She just gives you a smile.
0: It's just, oh, honey. You've, you've been through so much. And pulls you in for a full-on hug as she looks over your shoulder to where Calvin is cleaning. That man there is your friend.
3: Yes, yes, Calvin is my friend.
0: Little strange for such a young girl to have such an old friend.
2: I don't think it's strange. We understand each other. She looks past you to Calvin,
0: uh, and we'll get up for a second to walk over and talk to him. And we'll look to you and as she does, says, "Just sit right here. Mother will make it all right.
3: Missy just it- curls up with her backpack and waits as as Rosemary goes over to Dr. Calvin.
0: If you want, you can roll me a Wits and Awareness Um, if there's anything you're interested in knowing from that conversation.
2: Absolutely. I would like to hear what they're saying. Yeah, that's a good role for hearing what they're saying. Um,
0: watching Missy, I was watching to see what Missy was typing. Um, what does present Missy feel about the state of her memory at this point?
1: Oh my gosh, uh, present Missy, uh, you know that frenzy she was in. Well, that that feeling is happening right now. Uh, she fangs her out. She's snarling. She's visibly shaking. And she is seconds away from trying to attack Rosemary. Rip her throat out, I would.
0: So you get that little tinge of anger and hate in this situation that you can't do anything but sit and watch your memories play out before you. Listening in on their conversation, you're going to hear You're going to hear this woman, this Rosemary lady, talking to Calvin, and she is going to start off by saying that I'm going to take the girl. She will be fine. And you should forget all about this evening. And initially when he looks at her, when she first draws attention to herself, um, you can see that he gets defensive in the way that somebody who's living on the streets does, where it's like, oh shit, who's like, is this a fight encounter? Is this a flight encounter? What should I do? And then he immediately calms because why wouldn't he be calm she's so easy to talk to easy to be around as you are still under the influence of her supernatural capabilities and then when she tells him to forget he just kind of nods and stands
2: there after a moment she tells him go back to your home
0: And without raising a fuss or complaining, he turns and begins to leave.
3: Missy calls out after him and asks where he's going and if something's wrong.
0: He doesn't even turn around to look at you as he keeps walking.
2: She comes back to you, sitting here on this bench, and just gives you a smile. There, now... Now it's just the two of us.
3: Where did he go? Why did he... Why did he he leave? He
0: has something to do. He's going to go get it from his home.
3: He doesn't...
2: Have a home. He looks at you like...
0: "Mm." And then she looks down at you. And says... Yeah, she tells you to forget she doesn't go through any niceties of trying to weave it into conversation or anything along those lines it's just a simple command and after but a moment you have no recollection of meeting this woman before but she's standing here in front of you and she seems so honest and trustworthy as she just looks in to you does that thing where she lowers her head kinda to your level by putting her hands on her knees and just Oh, honey,
2: are you okay? You seem lost.
3: I'm not lost. I I just had to had to leave home. It wasn't it wasn't safe there anymore. My my mom and her boyfriend and it was all so bad. It was he beat me, and I, I, just, I just had to run. There, there was nothing else I could have done.
0: Oh, honey, that's so tragic. Here, let me help you. Let's, let's go someplace and get you cleaned up. Okay. And she puts an arm around your back and starts to walk with you. And just asks you simple questions about your life, where you live, just really getting to know you. She really seems to care. How does Missy feel about this person who cares about her?
3: Missy is f- very confusingly comfortable. Yeah? She feels like she has known this woman for a long time. Like like somehow they have a, a history mm-hmm. and that she's able to trust her in spite of... Of her normally very distrusting nature, it feels like she can finally breathe being around her.
0: It's relaxing. It is. Very much so. She tells you about how she's going to take care of you. About how there's nothing to worry about. Mama's going to make it all right. And you can call me Mama, too. Lots of people call me mother or mama. Present Missy, where does she take you back to? Where do you walk along through this? Where is the next bit of your memory taking us?
1: Uh, she goes, uh, she, she leads, I remember she led Missy, um, back like into uh, the more urban parts of the city and we travel into an alley and there's a stairway that goes down and then there's a door kind of rusted it looks like an abandoned building but it looks like that's her haven she that she's made in this basement area of this abandoned building in the city area city
0: she pulls the string on a overhead light comes on just you know a couple of simple bulbs not even really with nice-looking housings and stuff. This is clearly a storage room that some building above uses that, for whatever reason, she's got the run of this basement. There is a cot over in the corner that was um, it's got some rudimentary bedclothes on it. There's a uh, there's a closet, which has presumably some kind of clothes in it. Not like a into the wall closet, but one of those ones, like a wardrobe that has big wooden doors on it. Um, On the wall is a map of the city and a whole bunch of pictures on the wall. Pictures of young girls, some in your age, some a little younger, some a little older. What would you like to do?
3: I would like to go over to the map and look closer to see what the pictures are and where in the city they're located.
0: As you're looking at these pictures and looking at the map and taking a look around the place, um, some of these pictures are recent, some of them are older it seems like over the past like 10 years or so as some of them have little newspaper clippings about missing children stuff along those lines that somewhere somebody is probably looking for these girls um they seem to have been gone missing from all over the city in different areas at different times um Present Missy, if you would like to try and remember some of these things as you just asked, to kind of ingrain them into your mind as they are much more recent. Memory Missy, what else would you like to know? Because you can get some more clarifying information from your role that you made.
3: I would like to know what else is in the room aside from the cot, the wardrobe, and the map. Is there is there anything else in the room?
2: Uh
0: there's not a whole lot in here. It's rather sparse, but as you're looking around you'll notice that there is no there's one rug that is over by the the cot. There is a drain in the middle of the floor which is mostly like a hard like a hard linoleum or, or tiled floor. Something that you can very easily clean and just wash everything down. Missy, how big of a fan of, like, horror movies were you?
1: I don't think she was, like, a, a huge avid fan, but, I mean, she's seen horror movies. They're, you know, she, she'll she watch them, but it's not like she, like, is a diehard fan.
0: You think she would recognize this as a murder basement?
1: I think she would recognize it as something bad happens here, but I don't think she would understand fully what it is. Sure.
0: So, Mary Missy, you have that thought that,
2: oh no, bad things. Bad things.
0: And as this thought comes over you, Rosemary finishes messing with the blankets on the bed and sits down and taps on the side right next to her for you to come over and sit.
3: I go over to to sit next to her. Mm-hmm. Cautiously. And I feel like I am I'm walking across the room to go sit by her, but I'm not maybe fully conscious of why. Even though I feel like there's something wrong in this room.
0: She sees your hesitation and just
3: It's okay, it's okay.
0: You know,
2: I would have had a daughter your age.
3: You have a daughter once, and she's gone?
0: You can roll me a Wits and Insight roll. A couple of emotions flicker across her face as you make your statement, one of which is pain, one of which is some form of anger. At something that it's almost impossible for you to tell at this point because it what could upset this kindly old lady? And she looks down at you and says, Yes, I uh, my daughter was, was very young when she left us, and she just looks at you, Would it be about your age? and reaches out and runs her hand down the side of your face just caressing, moving the hair out of your eyes. I would never let someone hurt you like the way your mother does.
3: I don't know why your daughter would have left. It seems like you cared so much about her. It seems like you cared so much about so many people.
0: I do. It's tragic. And she starts to, to tear up and to cry. You will see, as she does begin to tear up like this, that streaks of red begin to pour from, not pour, but leak, as though they were tears from her eyes. And she pulls you into a hug, just pulling your your whole face against her chest. Just not quite sobbing, because her body doesn't do that thing where when you're really upset and your breathing gets heavier and... You get little shudders or tremors throughout your body. She also feels cold now that you had, now that you are right next to her skin, just the fabric of her T-shirt keeping you from feeling her skin directly. And she just holds you there and just rubs at the back of your head, and saying, "My, my poor baby girl.
3: Are you okay? You feel so cold."
0: You know what they say. Her cold hand brushes through your hair closer to your scalp this time. Cold hands, warm heart. The two of you sit like this for a moment, unless you want to, to say or do something in this situation.
3: I think Memory miss you would just sit and stay still.
2: She's a good
0: girl. She breaks the hug. She is stronger than she has any right to be as this frail, older woman. So you were more or less at her mercy the whole time. Not that she would hurt you. She's kind. But as she breaks the hug, she
2: looks to you and... Says, if you wanted, you could you could stay with me. I, I could take care of you. I could be your mother.
3: It does seem a lot safer here than it is at home. If if I can even call it that. And you've been so kind.
2: I have. I have been so kind. I've done so much for people.
3: Are are you sure you don't mind? Mom?
0: She pulls you in for a hug again when you say mom. Very tightly. The kind of thing that's not like a, a sad, but it's an exciting... Someone you haven't seen in a while or something like that. Something that's exciting and joyful. So as she holds you there for this hug and you call her mom, she says, It'll it'll be all right, Jennifer. We'll, We'll find a way to get through it. I don't know if Missy has a feeling about being called by somebody else's name.
3: She does not like
0: being called by someone else's name.
3: She's going to flinch and pull back and look at Rosemary in a a confused, very confused manner. And my name is Missy.
0: You push yourself away from her in a way that surprises you almost that it took you this much effort to get away from breaking her little hug. and that's not your name. And in some some form of shock, she looks at you with big streaks of red coming down from her eyes. It's like, no, Jennifer, please, don't, no, don't. You don't want to hurt Mama like this.
3: You're not my mom! My name is Missy, and I don't know who Jennifer is.
0: Jennifer, why are you, why are you fighting me with this? And she... Gets up to take steps towards you.
3: Stop calling me Jennifer!
0: Listen here, young lady. I don't want to have to punish you, but I will.
3: Punish me? Who who are
0: you? You don't don't recognize your own mother? And she seems to collapse in on herself a little bit. Like, that's so painful for her to to say or to think about.
3: Okay, I don't know what is wrong with you, but you're not... My mother. And why am I here? Who is this Jennifer? Why do you keep calling me Jennifer?
0: Come here, come here. And she has her arms up, beckoning you into a hug. But Mom will make it all right. Come
3: here. Don't touch me. Missy's gonna back away.
0: Okay. The... She will step towards you as you attempt to back away.
3: Missy is going keeping to keeping that distance look around and try to find a way out of this room.
0: There are the stairs that you came down to get in here.
3: Missy's going to make a break for the stairs.
0: You turn to Bolt and as you are about to make it to the stairs, Rosemary is in front of you, blocking your way. She looks like she has gone from sad and sympathetic to angry. Now, I'm not gonna have any more of this young lady and she takes a step towards you
3: i don't know w- you are or w- you seem to have me very confused with someone else and i don't understand why there's, but I, I i would just like to go
0: there's just no confusion here you said that i was your mother and that you would be my child so you will be my child
3: you're not my mother
0: I... I am your mother and you can see fangs in her mouth and she lunges on you and grabs you by the shoulders with an impossible strength for an old lady and as she gives you a little shake in your face she screams and spits little specks of what you might think was spittle or saliva but there's actually little flex of blood hit you in the face she says i am your mother and you will be my child and she bites you in the neck there are a few pleasures that missy has had in her life few things that have brought her happiness few things that have made her feel bliss or feel good maybe a, a little chocolate bar or getting away with stealing something or maybe even some drugs being high this feels better than any and all of that combined as you feel your heart pump and your blood go into this woman's mouth, Missies, what are your thoughts in this moment?
1: Present, Missy. Um, I mean, the the first time where past Missy referred to Rosemary as mom, uh, she was defeated. Her shoulders slumped. She sagged against the wall, slowly slid down it to where she's just kind of crumpled on the floor. And when she hears... She can't even look at the scene. And when she hears that bite, those teeth tear into that neck. uh, And I assume a a small scream of something. gasp, something. At that point, she has the the tears of blood coming out of her eyes. and, And she can't even look at what's happening. Memory Missy, when she is bitten, screams at first.
3: And then her knees buckle And she is just kind of captivated by this combination of confusion and not happiness, but relaxation and comfort and just bliss and she doesn't, she doesn't know what to do. She's powerless, but she doesn't care.
0: Rosemary takes your weight as your knees buckle, and you go limp in her arms, and just continues to, to drain you of almost all of your blood. She pauses after what seems like an eternity of just pure bliss and joy, and. Everything else that's going into it gives you a long lick across your neck and begins to carry your body, weak, nearly exsanguinated, delirious, and recovering to the bed where she sits down and pulls your head into her lap and just slowly strokes at your hair. What are the Missy's thoughts in this situation? For Present Missy, you have definitely seen the legs of Rosemary walk past your field of view, potentially even with your legs and feet dangling from her hand, from her grasp, as she somewhat bridal carries you, or as one would carry a sleeping child.
1: Uh, Present Missy kind of looks up, the tears still streaming, and, and sees the scene of Rosemary holding her with her head in her lap, and and the tears just come on more, and she she bolts. She tries to run. She wants to get out of this room. She wants to get out of this memory. She's, she's done.
0: You this get thing. as far as you did the first time you tried to leave this room.
3: <laughs> memory Missy just lays there exhausted, but finally somehow still feeling safe do
0: you think she realizes that she's near death or dying as her heart beats faintly in her chest
3: yes I think she's wondering if she is going to die she doesn't have the, the strength to fight anything uh, she feels resigned to whatever her fate is
0: Rosemary shifts a little bit as she is sat there, cradling you, and begins humming a small lullaby as she adjusts her shirt. Dimly, as your vision is faded and dim from not having any blood in your system, you will see as though she was adjusting herself in such a way as to reveal one of her breasts. And she takes the nails on one of her fingers and scratches deeply underneath the nipple and red blood begins to come forth to seep to the skin she then lifts your head and neck as if to suckle you and you feel cold but delicious blood begin to, to tickle across your lips it tastes better than anything you've ever tasted before
2: Emery Missy is
3: confused, but she has also never known a thirst like she has in this moment.
0: Present Missy, are you watching the scene?
1: Nope. She is. Got her, like arms, like, self-hugging, and she is just rocking back and forth as she stands, looking at the door with her back to what's going on. She knows what's going on. She is not looking at this.
0: But you can hear the song, because you can't close your ears. Oh, God. And as Memory Missy tastes that blood, you can feel that, that same taste of the vitae hitting your lips, although you are very aware of what it is, and what it means. As Rosemary finishes her little humming tune, she once again caresses the side of Missy's head, pulling her away and readjusting her shirt. She wipes a little bit from the side of your mouth, and it takes that same thumb that wiped it away and just places it into your mouth to make sure it all gets in there. As the darkness begins to take you, what are
2: the Missy's... Last thoughts.
3: Memory Missy is overwhelmed by a rush of recent memories, old memories, childhood, the recent beating that she took, the feeling of confusion and betrayal that she feels for winding up in this situation but also the newfound strength that she is feeling filling her veins that she has never felt before.
1: Present Missy has one thought. I should have just taken the beat.
0: is the 8th of september 2022 this is part two of welcome to my nightmare i really should have gone back and listened to the end of the first recording so i knew exactly where we left off but whatever fuck it won't matter i'll just Just pick
3: whichever version is better
0: yeah i'll just have to fix my narration when i get to editing it or whatever or whatevs um problem for future me
1: And she is seconds away from trying to attack Rosemary.
0: Oh, poor little, little modern.
1: If there was a roof, she'd be brooding on it.
0: Well, you know, you can't have everything you want.
1: Right. I could climb to the top of the slide and just brood there. But no. <laughs> just... <laughs> and it's <laughs> not
0: even sunny out, so it's not like the... Uh, it's not like the slide would be ridiculously hot as it's right?
3: It's That's true. <laughs> You'd have the reflection of the moonlight in the
1: slide.
0: Mm. Oh, what a perfect brooding <laughs> place for the moon. Yes. Oh, oh,
1: so good. Oh, perfect brood opportunity. Mm-hmm.
0: But you're not but,
2: here.
1: Ripper throw throat out, I would.
2: Uh, intelligence and investigation or something along those lines. Okay. Is there a fan running or something in your background? Because there's a lot of... No, there's lot of not. No big deal. Fix it in post.
0: So one of the things that you also have access to is Missy's Willpower, which um, would allow you to re-roll three of those dice that failed. Ooh, that would be good. Uh, there is, all the way down the bottom, a... Uh... No, where is it? Out oh, right underneath the willpower, the top, there's a willpower reroll button. You should be able to click that and then hit. Uh, I think it pops up with a number which you can push three.
1: It says WP reroll.
0: There we go. And you said reroll
1: three and submit. Look at you.
3: Yes. Did you have a daughter once and she's gone?
2: Enroll me a with and insight roll. Said so wits and insights mm-hmm.
0: Insight is a skill. So it's skill. A second
1: ah. Thank you.
0: Something that's exciting and joyful.
2: It's just uh. Brenda, what's a good name
0: for the for her daughter that doesn't exist? Um.
1: Elizabeth.
0: No, that's another NPC. Karen. Diana. Diana. I mean, Diana feels like a bad thing to do on the day that the queen oh, dies. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Cheryl. No.
3: Jennifer. Jennifer.
0: Alright, I, I think I like Jennifer. Um,
3: See, My name is... My name is Missy.
0: So, you can roll me a, a Strength and Athletics roll to try and... See how well your struggling goes.
2: Okay. Is a traits? Strength? And... Uh, and athletics is skills. Okay.
0: That's pretty good. That's a 100% success rate. Hey!
3: Missy's going to make a break for the stairs.
0: Cool! Uh... Dex, and, well, I would have you roll, but it's impossible for you to win in this situation. <laughs> um, that seems like a perfect ending, at least for now. What do the two of you think?
1: Wonderful, so gross, but yep. wonderful. Yep.
3: So that. gross. Should have just taken the beating. Is like thin.
1: No. <laughs> The breastfeeding yeah. bit was so oh my goodness. genius, but it was so gross. Yeah. It was genius. It was yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm, yeah. I second that. It was just like,
3: oh.
0: I mean, did uh, I don't know? And I guess this is the perfect time to have this wonderful out of character stuff going on. Um, <laughs> First of all, thank you, Claire. I want to make sure I get that on recording somewhere <laughs> for coming by and oh my gosh. participating in this, whatever this is.
3: Yes. Well, I mean, welcome to my nightmare. I mean,
1: hug Mm -hmm. it's a fantastic title no and uh i'm thank you vamps for suggesting claire because there there's nobody i would trust more oh thank you past missy than than claire yeah
0: um i don't know if you intended it but was there a rosemary's baby reference in missy
1: no, I did not intend it.
0: Okay. Happy
1: happy coincidence.
0: Happy coincidence. I wasn't sure if that was a thing. Um, I got I'm the feeling that uh somewhere along the line Rosemary's Malkavy and Bane had something to do with babies, obviously. Mm-hmm. Children. Um some form of postpartum postnatal, some form of cuz a lot goes into having a baby.
2: True. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Even afterwards, who knows what the fuck. uh, I figured that somewhere along the line during Rosemary's time, um, her embrace was probably around the same time that maybe she had a kid for real. And that was, you know, there really was a a Jennifer out there that. that? Who knows what the fuck happened to her. Mm -hmm. Um, So. The. Latching on to Missy as a vulnerable and alone Person who probably was not anywhere close to actually her daughter's age, but you know, people who have problems that then also have malcavian issues on top of that are well, just compounded. So, uh, then I had the, the wonderful, terrible thought of the breastfeeding embrace as just
3: the it makes complete sense, but yes, I'm gonna second what you said. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, well, because like the the blood for the embrace has just has to come like straight from the vampire, so you can't yeah. like bottle it and then right. come later. But it doesn't really say where it has to come from. True. It's you know it's romantic to do it. we well, not romantic, I guess. It's uh, I guess more respectful to do it from like the wrist or from your own neck or something along yeah. those lines. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, but with Rosemary's particular psychosis, it's very thematic. Yeah, almost the sense. <laughs>
0: yeah, it does. Um, I had ideas to run this up until like Missy wakes up and then comes home and some of that kind of stuff, but we mm-hmm. can we can say that for the next time Missy's in a terrible situation, which I'm sure will <laughs> never happen again.
1: Never again. Never. No, no, no.
0: Because it's it's real hard to beat. I should have taken the beating.
1: It, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's perfect. That sums up Missy's life, though, doesn't it? <laughs> I should have just taken so the beating. Awful, but <laughs> it's exactly. Yeah, poor Missy. <sighs> she has a terrible existence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah, no. There's this newfound hatred of Jimmy now. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> why?
0: It, why now, Jimmy? Oh, because uh, of this whole situation, awe. or no? Oh.
1: Because of awe. The use of awe. And yes, she has that ability, and yes, she's used it. But this memory, now that when she comes out, um, that's going to kind of change things. It's did you choice?
0: Did you use it on Kendra when the
1: first time when the initial? But not the second time you went back. Not the second time, I because remember we came out. I I was out of the bean staked, and I went and got her out of the freezer, and I said, "You have the choice. (laughs) I will give you a choice. Something nobody ever gave me.
0: I just. I mean, it's true."
1: Like the, I went and got her out of the freezer.
0: Yeah, I got her
1: out of the free- She was there for longer than I meant to leave her. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I got her out of the freezer. I mean, Stockholm syndrome has set in. I don't need As all. As one does. Uh,
0: <laughs> I mean, she has had one dose of your blood. So she's already kind of inclined to you. And yeah. given Kendra's situation of like growing up your entire life, seeing things that nobody else sees and mm-hmm. having dreams that come true. And all of a sudden you get something close to answers. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah,
1: yeah. I said you have to voluntarily do this now. I can't make you you have to want to do it. And she chose to do it. We're gonna go have a slumber well, party and I'm gonna so, nom. No, or she's gonna nom. <laughs> I'm yeah,
0: kidding. you're just getting your own little family.
1: Making my own family.
0: Yeah. With your two black dads and your what? uh your <laughs> sister. <laughs> my sister. <laughs> yeah
1: keith uh, Calvin is like a brother and keith is not a dad he's like another brother oh. <laughs> and just my, my other Look, my other brothers
0: missy has a type and that happens to be ex-military african-american <laughs> men
1: they've never done me wrong there you go
0: unlike most other men in your life
1: exactly yeah. you know it's a good thing june had a type and it wasn't this type <laughs>
0: Cool. Uh questions, cool. comments, concerns before I cut the recording. I don't know if you guys had anything you wanted to know about anything.
1: No. no, no. Claire, do you have any I don't. Yeah. Questions, comments? No. This about this character. you for played? inviting me.
0: <laughs> no. Thank you for performing.
1: Yes, you did wonderfully. Thank you. Snaps for Claire. Snaps for Claire. <laughs> You know how much I hate snapping. I do. So. I do know how much I it hate snapping. it for you, though. <laughs> there you go. Yay. Cool. Uh, Yay.
0: I like the big, oh, gross and gag yep. in, gross the, and in the gag. chat.
1: Yep. <laughs> oh, describing the breast. Yeah, yeah that was... Gross. Cool. <laughs> so over the top. Yep.
0: Yep.
1: Genius, but still.
0: Yeah. I am... Pretty great. All of my ideas are good ideas.
1: All of your ideas are good (laughs) idea. I admire you, sir. I'm also disgusted by you. There you go. Perfect. (laughs) Goal achieved. (laughs) Yup.
2: Alright, let me go get rid of Craig. Get rid of the bots.
0: Where is my papers? Hmm, yeah. Ah, yes, here we are. This uh, Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, uh, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive A-B and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards or for upcoming releases, you can find them at World of darkness